and hi, and welcome to Ranking Geeks Podcast, the talk edition where we uh, talk about things and rant about stuff that's uh, geek worthy and news worthy related in the entertainment sphere of music, film, and television. Uh, with me today is one of my favorite friends and co hosts that's been begging me to have him get on for a long time, Nate Jensen. Nate, say hello. Hey guys, how's it going? And uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get our other you know, dork of a friend on Jeff O'Neill to be busy. So, just, just going to be me, me and Nate today talking about some very relevant pop culture stuff. So, Nate, let's, uh, let's start off with one of the topics you're very passionate about. Uh, I'll let you start first. Well, I wanted to talk about how Netflix's Witcher series has just cast Henry Cavill, star of films such as Man of Steel and. Uh, Mission Impossible, the latest Mission Impossible movie, he's been casted as Geralt of Rivia. So I'm really looking forward to that. I like Henry Cavill. Not too sure how he's going to do, but I am have high hopes for him. Me too, me too. Like I, so if you have followed the DCU for the longest time, uh, uh, Sam Cavill's character man is kind of like lukewarm, to say the least, but... He's still a good actor, and uh, his latest current, and yes, the Mission Impossible film, which I just saw as well, uh, fantastic. He's a fantastic villain in that film, uh, just hands down. It, it, go watch Mission Impossible, and it, it being enthralled by the action, but also being enthralled by Hank Cavill's like subtle villainous turn in the film. So, uh, what, do you, what do you think uh, when it comes to Hank Cavill's uh, filmography? Do you think it stacks up? In, uh, to be part of in this world for the um honestly i was kind of hoping they would pick uh someone else i like henry cavill but um i was kind of hoping they would pick um what's his name the actor that played john in person of interest he already has the look going on the uh the voice to match but i believe he was busy doing other stuff but I do believe Henry Cavill is a very good choice. Oh, yeah, I know who the dude you're talking about. I'm trying to remember his name, though. Jim Caviezel, there you uh, go. Jim Caviezel. Yeah. Yeah, oh, God. He was so, he was so good in uh, yeah, First and Interest. A great series, beginning to end. Oh, man, just watch it if you get a chance to. Great, great series. But you're right, though. I feel like it would have been uh, Jim Caviezel, because I feel like he needs to return to form on the big screen, because the big loss is you've seen Knock out a torch for a long time, so that would have been nice to see him do do something uh, different. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's a good suggestion. I never would have thought that, right? Yeah, just one more last thing about this uh, Henry Cavill casting. I know a lot of people aren't thrilled about it. They don't think he's the right choice. But honestly, I to those people, I'd say. Uh, give him a chance. This is a video game that we're basing it off of, and a book series. So it's going to be people's visions of what that person should be like may clash with him at first, but give him a chance. I don't usually judge a show off the first episode. I did a couple times, so. Right. And for me personally, like, the, the casting of uh, Henry Cavill, it may come surprise to a lot of people. It may come surprise to me too, though. But, 
It would have been perfect casting to have uh, Gene DeVito, though, because he has that gruffness to him, like like he did in uh, Person of Interest. But his villainous turn, uh, Henry Cavill's villainous turn in Mission Impossible 6, uh, is by far his best performance uh, to date. And I feel like if, if, you, if you watch that performance in Mission Impossible, I think he would be suited, fairly, fairly suited for the role for Geralt in Netflix's uh, The Witcher series. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, so what's next, what's next we're going to talk about, Nate? Um, well, I wanted to talk about the recent buzz around Tom Hardy's Venom. I'm really looking forward to it. I am a little nervous that it'll be a, get a PG-13 rating. I know that they're thinking that they don't want to start a, a franchise off with a rated R. But at the same time, Venom, even when he became an anti-hero, when Carnage came around, was not really a anti-hero. And he was definitely not PG-13. I mean, this guy eats brains, like, for, for dinner. So I'm really ho- looking forward to, because um, Venom by far is one of my favorite, besides Iron Man, is one of my favorite characters in the Marvel Universe. And I'm not even talking cinematic, I'm talking the entire comic series and everything. Like, Venom is probably my number two behind Iron Man. So I'm really looking forward to what they do with this. And I have heard that Sony is considering starting off other uh, Spider-Man-related uh, movies without Spider-Man necessarily having to be in it. Yeah, that does have a, con- a cause for concern, because the fact is that uh, as, as much as I like the Venom character where they do, it, the, Venom, the Venom film itself solely relies on Tom Hardy and how he sells the character. Um, but for me personally... Uh, then it's for Sony trying to do these other spin-offs without Spider-Man. I feel like they're shooting themselves in the foot, per se, because they're, they're, they're they tried this before. They tried to do this. They tried to build a cinematic universe with Spider-Man in it, and it kind of really failed on them because they tried to put too much into one film and in sequel. Because they were trying to right. Do, they were trying to do like a Sinister Six film. It never came to be, which is disappointing. Because I would love to see a Sinister Six film come to fruition. But, yeah. Well, what, I think the reason they're doing a Venom film is because he has gotten... I guess he started in the Spider-Man universe, but since he started there, he has gotten many um, many uh, solo comics and solo where he's the main uh, focus. So it's kind of hard to do that with other Spider-Man villains like Mysterio when it's just... It's, um, when he's so tied to Spider-Man. Yes, Venom's tied to Spider-Man, but at the same time, Venom has become essentially his own, uh, his own, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Franchise. Right. His own series, so. Go ahead. Yeah, and and just like, for me, Venom himself is an iconic character, so if you're going to start a new cinematic universe about Spider-Man and put it on the show with Venom, I feel like they're they're just they're not thinking thoroughly of what they really want to do with the property of the Spider-Man universe stuff. Um, I don't think so. I think what they're trying to do is trying to um, kind of do what Fox did with 
Deadpool and how he, yes, is an integral part to the Marvel universe, but at the same time, they he started off on his own. They started him off on his own. Right. When in the comic universe, he was made by the same program that made Wolverine and and Captain America, if I remember right. I feel like they haven't. They still, the problem is the fact is that uh, Disney doesn't own the rights to Sony uh, to Spider-Man, but they probably they probably now own the rights to the film now to the Fox merger deal uh, deal with so they own Extra now again finally. Thank God. <laughs> but uh, but with this with the Sony uh, Sony and Disney partnership. I don't know where, what's the deal or what they're going to do with future Spider-Man characters, per se, because it's still up in the air. Besides, we're seeing kind of like these multiple, like, weird one-off films right now, like Spider-Man into, uh, uh, is it Spider-Man into the Darkness or Spider-Man into the Universe, whatever, what's that animated film called? Yeah, I mean, I can see where you're coming from. I'm still looking forward to the Venom film. I know many people are. And again, I know many people who are like, oh, this Venom film is going to do terrible. But I think they're basing it on... Because the last time Venom was seen was in the third Tommy Maguire Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And I wasn't a huge fan of Venom because how he was portrayed. I wasn't a huge fan of the of the guy who played uh, Eddie in the first place. So, it would. I mean, I've, I need to go back and watch it again to really update my opinion, but... Back then, I just wasn't a huge fan. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan either, but we'll find out in the sea uh, when this uh, when this Venom film comes out and see what the final product is. But it's definitely it's definitely worth taking a look into and see how good it is. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. So, what did you want to talk about next? Um. Let's see here. We uh, let's talk about anything. What's the most What's the fall movie you're looking forward to most to right now? Uh, the fall movie, let's see. That's a tough one. There's quite a few movies I'm looking forward to, like Shazam and Aquaman. But Shazam, um, Shazam will come out until next spring, as far as I remember. That's, yeah, yeah, that's right. But Aquaman's coming out in November. Yes, that's correct, yeah. And then there's The Nun, there's... There's one more I was looking forward to, and I just can't remember what it's called. Predator is uh, probably my number one right now. I love the Predator franchise, and I'm really looking forward to see what they do with this continuation. Yeah, I'm glad it's Shane Black directing this film, even though Shane Black always did a, a different film already, known as Iron Man 3. So, but we'll see how he does with the, with the Predator kind of reboot and see how it goes. Um, it's not a reboot. It's a continuation. It's a continuation. This isn't... It's a yeah, it's a continuation. They're not reading anything. It's still canon to Predator, Predator Two, and Predators. Yes and no. Um, I don't think it's the same characters. It's just kind of the same. I, I'm not getting too much information, but I know that it's a continuation of the franchise and not a reboot. Because if they did a reboot, many, many people would lose their shit. 
I mean, let's be fair though. The first part of the movie is is will be the, one of the best films in cinema history. Uh, I believe so. <laughs> Without Arnold Schwarzenegger, that film would not make, uh, would not be coming to fruition. Oh. Uh, but the sequel was alright, and Predators was a step above the sequel, so I'm kind, of, I'm kind of thinking about this is going to uh, impact the, the, the franchise fault of this new film. Uh, I was talking to Mickey, no. Yeah. Yeah, Scott, first. Hello? Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, but, uh, Another thing I'm really, really interested in is the Aquaman film. Uh, dude, I am looking forward to it, man. I mean, I've been watching Jason Miller since yeah. oh, no. Stargate Atlantis, I think? Good. If I just hear, uh, that's if. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to, yeah. to stay away from it for a bit. So, I mean, uh, I love yeah. him in Stargate Atlantis. I didn't like him. Hugo, you still there? Yeah, I can, I can speak. Sorry, I had a phone call. Someone tried to call me. Right. So okay. I thought it disconnected, it disconnected me, so. No, I, it, it put you on hold, man. Okay. Damn that, um, that phone call. Well, it is actually kind of an important phone call. I did say I wasn't going to be able to do this for too long. Okay, got so, it. So, real quick before I go, what do you think of The Nun? I'm really rooting for this film to succeed because you know, the Conjuring franchise right now is actually a $1 billion franchise, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. But if everything, everything all combined is a $1 billion franchise. So, um, yeah. With the two Conjuring films and the, the Annabelle spinoffs, it, it's at, at the Adds up the total to one billion. So, uh, with hopefully Conjuring three coming, I don't know, maybe soon in the near future. I'm hoping there'll be Conjuring three. Uh, but we do know that the nun's coming, and I'm pretty sure they can do a sequel to that. Because I mean, people people like their people really like his scary horror films. There'll probably be a, a sequel probably after that if it does really well. Right. All right. I'm gonna go. If I'm able to, I will call back in later. Uh, you all take care of yourselves. Have a good day. All right. See you later, man. Take care, and I'll see you when I see you. All right. That was Nate Jensen, my friends, and uh, and that's the, the talk portion of the podcast. Uh, I know that we'll get to him back pretty soon, uh, but right now, let's start with some, let's continue this podcast with some music that I know I've been dying to do for the longest time, so... Uh, First up, this this track is from, uh, uh, so this first track is from a boy band who just scored a another great hit for this past summer, and uh, this is Backstreet Boys in "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." Mixed emotions Did I finally find me a river That could lead me out to the ocean 
Cause I've only ever known the kind of love that leaves you battered and broken So forgive me for my mixed emotions Yeah, yeah I'm not that kind of person who can fall in and out of love with you That's not what love's supposed to do
I, I just want to brief experience. I've been trying to, it's been a long time since I did the podcast, so just forgive me for that. I'm sorry, it's been a while. Anywho, well, let's keep going with the second track on the playlist. Uh, and this, this, this song, <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's, it's fun to listen to. Uh, kind of, if you have, you got to make sure that I know that the artist's name, because I'm terrible with artist's name, per usual, since at least from my MO. Uh, let's see. Oh, nope, that's not what I want. There we go, that's what I want. Now this is, this is Crystal Fighters, uh, in their breakout summer hit for them too as well. Uh, every, every song is breakout hit for summer. On his, on his playlist. Um, this is Booming in Your Jeep by Crystal Fires. Take your guy down, come into my car house, race the car down, all the way to San Jose.
Spiders in Booming in Your Jeep. Oh yeah, so fantastic, so good. Oh, <laughs> all right. Next stop at number three, or number or uh, another. Uh, like I, I like I like saying that. I don't know why. I just <laughs> anywho. And the next song up on this, this playlist podcast episode, YouTube's uh, been been around for a long time, and you know, every time they come out with a new song, it's sometimes it's good, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it's not. I mean, I, could, I really wish for the Joshua Tree album again, just to be honest, though. Like, I want that album back. <laughs> I want YouTube to get, go back to its old roots. But they've come out with a really nice song this, uh, this year, and they collaborated with Cheat Codes, and they're having some great fun, too, as well, with a lot of great songs coming out this year, too, as well. So here's U2 with Cheat Codes in, this, in their collab song, Love is Bigger Than Anything in Its Way.
keep cutting. Buck distributed anything in its way. And that's a really, really long, long song title, man. Yeah, it really is. All right. Anywho, we're gonna slow this chat. We'll slow this podcast and session a little bit slow down with, uh, um, you know, wait. With number four, um, when when it comes to a little ballad or anything else, I guess you know we we're missing those things like uh, nowadays. Day. But you know, but we you know, but we, we do need some really good uh, slow songs that kind of make us either think or make us feel. And here at number four, the this is rule uh, in not thinking about you. I've been telling my friends I'm cool, I finally got you on my head. But if I gotta walk by your house, I'll take the long way home instead. Cause I guess if I see you outside, and you act like you might, I won't let myself forget. So every time, every time, every time I see you, I know I'm not ready yet. I don't want somebody else Feels like I'm going through hell So I just lie to myself Just to prove I'm not thinking about you Have a way with saying words that always stick around And if I saw you outside Hanging up with another guy Like you're better off without No, I would try, I would try, I would try To look away till I convince myself No, I don't want somebody else Feels like I'm going through hell So I just lie to myself just to prove I'm not thinking about you, you. I'm not thinking about you, you. No, I don't wanna think about. You. No, I don't wanna think about you. Sitting back, and up my head. I don't wanna think about what I'm feeling now. I wanna push it down, wanna block it out. I don't wanna think about you.
about you? Yeah, I think that was pretty good, right? Am I, am I really not scared about you though? Am I? Really? I don't know. Oh. Anywho. <laughs> Alright, here we, here we go. Quick, 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 number five here on... I want, I'm not going to call it a countdown. It's not really a countdown. Just another song that's on the playlist. Here's, where, okay, here's the first song. Here we go. Boom. <laughs> song number five. Uh, uh, or Camaro. I can't even sing the Spanish name. Like every time. I'll just sing all along. It's like the first thing. Uh, these dual, these dual names. Like this dual group name. Look. Bruh. Anywho. This dual group Camaro. I'm going to call him that for right now. Uh, it's been, it's been, you know, really, really good with some 80s jams and stuff, like 80s callback jams, like, I don't know. They had that 80s black version of one album, I think, I don't know. I, like, this, this is just me just, like, just peering into some of the artists I listen to, but I'm not really, like, religiously into them sometimes, because there's other artists I didn't listen to, like, there's, upon, like, thousands of artists on, on a given day that I listen to. Well, on a given day, but that's a thousand artists I try to listen to, and there's a lot of them, so I can't really keep up with a lot of new artists that come out. But, anywho, Shimura Ho is one of those artists where I try to stick to know them, and they got some really good songs, and right now they have a day, right now, on this, on this playlist. They came out with a song this past summer, and it's really good. This is Shimura uh, featuring French Montana, French Montana, and Stephanie Dawn, that's correct, I think. Uh, and this is Don't Sleep. Montana! Chromio! You know what it is when you hear that. Now. And do you wanna, wanna try? I got that on my head. Go ahead, 
Cop the coops and chop the head. Can't tell you who to love. Pull up, looking like a club. Love turn to hate, hate turn to love. Sleep on me, might never wake. I pull up, she yelling like I need a bag. Shorty bad, no makeup. Slept on me, I made him wake up. From the bottom to the top. Half a meal in the yacht. I know. Yeah, you've been sleeping on me. Don't sleep, don't sleep, don't sleep on me. Get 
can feel the tension rising now you're getting it so close now you're getting it so close almost up almost up oh cause i'm excited no more no more taking it slow no more no more taking it slow it's almost love Oh 
Number nine, Tiger Blood. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, now, this artist at track number 10. Oh my. Oh my god. It's so good. I love this song. Death. It's really good. Um, Ashley Tyler, I'm gonna their, their, their song. This is Fun and Pussy. Oh man. And Son of Pussy. Take a listen. When I see you coming down the street 
pussy in fuck the pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to jail. <laughs> right. Anywho, uh, now we're coming up with track number 11 and Young Giant, man. They have been killing it lately in the last couple of years. And they're still going strong in 2018. And here they are with one of my favorite songs for them this year thus far it is simplified everything i say only seems complicated every little fight is just another night wasted are we gonna lose? Is it gonna last? Worry about the future, worry about the past Think we're gonna break before I get a chance to say this Stressing over that we're falling Like the whole world is banging on the door calling Are we gonna lose? Is it gonna last? Worry about the future, worry about the past Filter out the noise, focus on my voice and falling
Simplify. Alright, that looks cool down here. Tracking with 12, man. It's good. And if, you, and if you've heard of, I think, an artist called Her, I think you'll understand that it's nothing as simple as it seems when it comes to, to like, this artist's songs. So sit back and relax and uh, listen to Her's new song, You Might Be You.
I was typing something. <laughs> uh, but that is uh, David Graham teaches Star Trek games. Show me your love. All right, so now we're gonna head on to uh, other stuff. I barely even know, but they're they're fine. You're you're good. Uh, uh, this is a good. I think it's a good song. I don't know. What, what do you think? So we'll check it out here. Uh, track number fourteen. This is Tulsa Gora uh, featuring Run and Show Your Love. You know I've been barely sleeping Can't tell is my heart still beating Not sure if it's worth this feeling This feeling, no, no
Yeah, I'm Temple Grandin. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> or in the Hobbit scene. Um, pretty sure you can get Pepperoni, uh, and Oreos. So check that track out and, you know, put that to your playlist, man. I'm telling you, it's really good. I like it. Alright. Uh, here at track number 15, uh, Joe Jones has been around for a long time and, you know, he's, he's been a kind of in the boy band kind of thing, right? You know, I think so. I can't remember. I don't know if he's past extreme self-inquiry. <laughs> but I do keep track of a lot of dance tracks that have been, you know, popping up onto my uh, radar. And Lute, 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 I'm going to go with Lute, Lute, uh, has been, you know, producing some really good dance, dance tracks lately over the last couple of years. And their latest is really good this past summer. And uh, with the collaboration with Joe Jonas doing all the business, you know, I felt like it's good. I felt like it's good. There they are. Uh, featuring the, the song featuring together in longer than I thought. I think I saw you on the subway, riding my way home from work. Probably got yourself a new boyfriend. But honestly, I can't be sure.
Close. 
Alright. Alright. Now, the next band, per se, uh, you know, has, has entered into my, uh, has, you know, has come close to one of the countdowns I've done, but it never made it in the top 50, I think. I don't remember, but I'm going to have to look back and look back at a tape and take a look, I guess, or podcast, or, you know, I'll just have to look back in the, in the piece of paper I have crumpled into a ball of, like, okay, where's this song at? Oh, okay, there it is. <laughs> Anywho, uh, you and me at stake this, you know, has, has, has gotten, uh, gotten my attention, has gotten my attention again. Here we are. And their song at three AM.
did that. She, she's got a broad, a lot, she had come off really strong last year, 2017, really good track. And she'll be probably featured in the top 50 songs of 2017 coming shortly, pretty soon to the podcast. But until then, here's a, 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 a taste and flavor, uh, I think she's been featured before, I can't remember. Uh, a lot of the podcast episodes have been weird all because of, you know, memory, I guess, apparently from the server, whatever. Anywho, but uh, here she is. Uh, with one of my favorite tracks so far, she's she's killing it. Though. She's killing the game and killing this monster. It's it, it, good. This song is good too. Wow. So Kim, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop in case that sounds weird. Anywho, this is Kim Petras, 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 I don't know, Petras, 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 I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna stop on that. Anywho. Here she is and can't do better. Do anything to keep you near, pound imperfections in the mirror. No, I can't let you leave, so I kill my insecurity.
Pepper's? 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 I'm gonna go Pepper's. I dunno. Sounds better with pear in my head. Yeah, Pepper's. Yeah. Pepper's. No, it doesn't sound right either. I dunno. Okay, anywho. Uh [laughs] Uh track. Track? Number twenty. Yeah, these guys this just like lit on fire when they first came out with Kick in the Ocean. And they're back again. Um, night. Is their name, and this song I think it's supposed to be in Korean but I don't know. Maybe. Here they are in TV in the morning. Stay home if you want 
night's TV in the morning. Right. Before I go, uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I know it's been a while, and I know it's it's still rough trying to get all all together again. But trust me, I'll get my groove back. I promise you. Anywho, in the last track, the, uh, track number 21, uh, this is not uh, from this year, but it's hit my ears and it's something some I want to share. But we've gone out with the bang with a really good dance track, and this is already featuring Chris James, and it, it's a long song, trust me, but you'll enjoy every second of it. And here we are in Together We Are.
difference between Chris James and, and Together We Are. Thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We, are, we have a Facebook page. It is uh, Imagine Had the Keys. So check it out. Like us there, please. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast here on Imagine the Keys. And uh, for future, uh, to get notified for future live shows or future updates of the podcast when it comes up. Uh, don't forget to please uh, uh, follow me on Twitter if you ever are. If not, follow me. If you don't, whatever, that's cool. Uh, I'm not gonna hurt my feelings. Not for whatsoever. No, I'm being sarcastic. Maybe. <laughs> uh, also, uh, don't forget to follow my friend Nate Jensen. He's just type in Nate Jensen on Twitter. He's there as well. Uh, thank you guys for so much again. Uh, it's been a blast. I uh, hope to do this again in the near future. Until next time, may the keys be with you.